you remember when we first met? It was funny, actually. I had walked into that coffee shop I worked at first day, and there you were. I had just dropped out of law school, and there you were. A girl rolling out maps, connecting pins with yarn, and looking like you had about 74 more cups of coffee than you should have. I had actually seen you around my college campus. We always used to pass in that area right beside the statue of the griffin. I don't think you remembered me when I walked in, and to be fair, I didn't really notice you either. You probably weren't paying attention to the girl with oversized headphones and hoodies, and I wasn't paying attention to the political science major sprinting across campus every day. Regardless, I went to the manager to ask what was going on, and they waved me off, saying that you were there almost every day and that you tipped well. I ended up manning the register that day, and praying that you would come up and order another coffee. You stayed at the store until we had long since closed. I didn't have anywhere else to go, so after my shift ended, I took a seat at the table opposite from your friends and waited next to the door. I didn't have anything to do. To be fair, dropping out of law school does free up a whole lot of your time. You were so passionate. I didn't even know your name, and you were breathtaking. I think I genuinely could have stayed there, just listening to you speak until the end of time itself, when there would be nothing left but words spoken in vain in an empty coffee shop. I think you didn't even realize that we had closed about two hours ago, until one of your friends tapped you on the shoulder. I remember you handed literally a hundred note bill to the owner, a sheepish look on your face. Same time tomorrow, my manager had joked. You let out a light laugh, and I remember thinking that it was one of the most beautiful sounds in the entire goddamn universe. Definitely. Then you lowered your voice and glanced over at me, still sitting next to the door, and said something under your breath to the manager. The manager laughed. Maybe, they had said, you'll have to ask her for yourself tomorrow. At this point, you were both staring at me, and I ended up waving over the book that I was reading. A small smirk spread over your face, and you walked on over to the table. And you said a set of words that would change the course of my entire life. Would you like to join the revolution? I shouldn't be surprised that there was a revolution, yet I was still a little taken aback. Maybe it was the fact that someone was so openly resisting the government when even yesterday another student that I used to study with had been carted off into the night. Maybe it was the fact that it was you. The sad part is... We didn't even notice how bad it was until all the rotten parts of the law that were tucked behind and fancy wording in legislature had finally reached the outside. All the shit the government did, the slow erosion of rights, the experiments, the rewriting of our basic school curriculum and constitution. None of that is the reason I joined you. 
Oh, I don't even know if when they kicked all non-native Janalians out of school is the reason I joined you. I was so close. I was lucky enough that my fake documents fooled them for as long as they did, but they were looking for me before I even ran away, you know? The Janalian government didn't really take kindly to anyone else who wasn't from there, even if I had grown up there. They had already taken most of my old friends, and those were the ones who were quiet about how they felt about their friends and families being brainwashed. More than anything, I was... scared. Yet when you asked such a stupidly audacious question, such as, Do you want to join the revolution? I wasn't... afraid. Being with you made me feel less afraid, and... Damn it, I loved you for that. I... still love you for that. Did you know that they still have the old-fashioned gas stations to swear out? The owner gave me a tight smile and turned their back to turn on the news. And... Would you believe it? What feels like a billion miles away, and your face is the only one that was looking directly at mine. I've stopped trying to avoid screens now. It's everywhere. I should have booked it and gotten out of the cluster, but I'm only about three galaxies away from home. <laughs> home. It feels weird calling it that. Every change that the government made, even from when I was too little to understand, was so gradual and minimal that we didn't realize that our world was rotting around us. We had elected the people who had made these policies, and we had created our own destruction, and suddenly, the place that we had all lived on for more than forever wasn't home anymore. The TV was on mute, and I didn't even know what you were saying. You were bruised and bloody, but your eyes radiated with such a burning rage that I felt almost hot at just the sight of them. God damn it, Sinead. I wish I hadn't failed you. I've been thinking a lot about what happened right before I left. We had that flight, sure, but there was something else weird that was going on people whispering as I walked by, and just the general feeling of hopelessness that seemed to infect every aspect of what we were doing. Revolution. <laughs> we were barely a team. I'm playing it over and over and over in my head because someone betrayed us, and it wasn't you. It wasn't me. And that leaves three suspects. It has to be Trayvon, Jayara, or Iris, and I hate the fact that it was them. I hate the fact that the three people I thought to be my best friends in the entire universe sold me and you and everyone else that I vaguely cared about out to the government. The news hasn't given out any other news about who survived, but I do know that two of you are in custody. One is you, Sin, and the other was unnamed. I wouldn't be surprised if the government imprisoned them all, but life is full of surprises, right?
I've thought about maybe going back. Just to try and break you out. Or maybe even go back to world base to at least try to find some goddamn clue about what happened. I guess that really would defeat the purpose of running away. I have a plan now, Sin. You always got mad at me whenever I made one of those, mainly because I would work on them for hours and then abandon them, but I have a plan now. One that I'll follow through with this time, I promise. I'm gonna find out who the hell betrayed us. And God damn it, I'm gonna save you. It Was Never Just About the Revolution is a production of the Multiversal Podcasting Network. It's written, produced, and created by Jacqueline Cho, performed by Sunny Chang, composed by Rachel Leota, and edited by Lottie Dance. Our amazing logo was designed by Arunika Cannon. Be sure to check out more of their work on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at Avocado Artist. Have any comments, questions, or just want to say hi? Email us at iwnjatrpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at iwnjatrpodcast. Special thanks to all at the Multiversal Podcasting Network. If you're interested in seeing any more shows from the network, check us out on Twitter at Multiversal Pods and Tumblr at Multiversal Podcasting Network.